everybody. This is Devon Kleist, and we all know that knowledge is power. Well, it's time to power up. The opinions expressed on this broadcast are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this radio station. However, if exposed to real information and real truth, I think they will be. All right, here we go, folks. It's Tuesday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Wherever you're situated on this great, big, beautiful blue globe floating through the void of Yas creation, yeah, it is Tuesday. It's the day after the Iowa caucus, and yes, it looks like Trump has just steamrolled right through that entire process over there. I mean, my gosh, he just landslided that whole thing. And the the I don't even want to call them Dems anymore. I don't want to call them liberals. They are progressive, uh, or shall I say regressive at this point. They're taking us full speed, uh, not ahead, backwards. I mean, the, the hypocrisy is insane. It curl, The stench of hypocrisy curls my nose hairs. Oh, my word. All right, where do I get started? There's so many things here that uh, that need to be addressed, and some of them I've been talking about, and I will continue to talk about because we have to undo the programming. You know what they say, a lie told often enough becomes the truth? Well, the same thing could be said about the truth. Once people have become accustomed to consuming the lies, I mean, if they've been raised and weaned on a steady diet of misinformation, disinformation, and lies, the truth is going to taste funny. So you have to do it a little bit at a time. You know, it's, it's sort of like introducing an infant to solid foods. You don't sit them down in front of a plate of, of nachos with jalapenos and big, a great big spoonful in their mouth because you're going to be on the wrong end of projectile vomiting if you do that. Well, the same thing could be said about the truth. It has to be a little bit at a time so people can assimilate that. They can become accustomed to it. They can rearrange their schema of the world to basically take in good information. So uh, you, can't, you can't just throw a whole bunch of it. However, you've also got to repeat it. You've got, just like the lie, the lie told often enough becomes the truth. The same thing has to be done with the truth to undo the damage of all these lies. So there are several different uh, issues that I want to touch upon right now. But right off the bat, it's important that we all realize that it doesn't make any difference what you believe. It doesn't make any difference what you think. It doesn't make any difference what I believe or what I think. What makes a difference, what's important, is what they believe. What they believe is it's insanity. Uh, it's Satanism. I mean, let's go back again. I'm going to keep on banging the drum about this issue of Judaism versus Zionism. They are not the same. They are not the same. I'll say it one more time. They are not the same. Zionism is political dogma. Now, it was set up back again, and we'll, we'll just keep on repeating this. In 1917, the British Crown and the Rothschild family got together and formed the Balfour Declaration, which was a declaration that they wanted to, to create a Zionist state for the Jewish people, a Zionist state for the Jewish people. Now, that basically is absolute segregation, okay? They want only Jews, only Jews in that country. Now, that's, that's not right, okay? Not only that, but we have to figure out what kind of people the Rothschilds are. Now, I, if you can do a, a, a search on Ghislaine Maxwell and uh, Jacob Rothschild. And there's a photograph, there's an image of them posing in front of a portrait of Satan. Yes, they are Satanists. They are open Satanists. That's all there is to it. Now, I want to also backtrack um, who these people are, all right? And their tentacles reach far and wide. Okay, Ghislaine Maxwell, of course, she was, you know, accomplice of Jeffrey Epstein. And we all know what that's all about. Now, Ghislaine Maxwell's father was Robert Maxwell. 
He was an Israeli Mossad agent. These are facts, folks. These are not conspiracy theories. These are facts. Now, Robert Maxwell had a lawyer and a confidant. Now, this lawyer's name is Samuel Pizar. Samuel Pizar was Robert Maxwell's lawyer and confidant. So, who is Samuel Pizar? Well, it just so happens that he is the stepfather of Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. You see how incestuous this whole thing is? Now, each one of these little tidbits of information, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jacob Rothschild standing in front of a portrait of Satan, and Robert Maxwell uh, having a lawyer whose stepson is Anthony Blinken. I mean, this is a, a huge, this is just one example. There are so many relationships that are incestuous, and I mean literally incestuous. I mean, that's what, uh, what Jacob Rothschild, I mean, I, 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 I suppose I should play this again, uh, this, uh, this audio clip. Uh, listen carefully to what Jacob Rothschild says. You want to talk about incestuous relationships? Here it Darren is. Darren James, who is head of the Paris branch and the youngest of the five sons of our actual Rothschild, gave an astonishing, uninhibited description of the 19th century Rothschild policy of keeping it in the family. I'll quote to you from what he wrote and make you smile. In our family, we've always tried to keep love in the family. <laughs> in this sense, it was more or less understood since childhood that children would never think of marrying outside the family so that our fortune would never leave it. <laughs> you couldn't write that today. <laughs> no, you couldn't write that today. In other words, <clears throat> he's admitting, he said right there, that it's, it's understood that nobody marries outside of the family. That's incest. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. <sighs> and these are the people who put together the Balfour, De Balfour Declaration and created the Zionist state of Israel. Now, again, it has nothing to do with Judaism. All right? I'd like to share with you, um, there's a gentleman. Let me see if I can find that clip here. Where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. I got so many windows open, so many um, uh, tabs open. Uh, okay, I've got to find the right one. Oh, never mind. I, <laughs> I'll find it after the break. But anyway, the point is, is that there are so many innocent Jews that are now going to be facing persecution. I mean, uh, the overwhelming majority of, the, of those of the Jewish faith, they don't have any clue about what's going on with this new world order. They don't have any clue about, you know, deep state. They, they don't, just as many Christians don't. And we can't blame all the Jews for the acts of the Zionists. But the Zionists basically, I mean, you've heard of a human shield. We all know what a human shield is. Do you know what a religious shield is? Well, look at the state of Israel. You, can't, you cannot, you know, uh, criticize anything that they do. Because if you do, you will be labeled an anti-Semite and a Jew hater. Okay? That's the way they work it. So they can do anything they want. Anything. It's, it's just, it's sick. Let me see if I can't find that other uh, clip. Where is, oh, never mind. Because there's there is uh, uh, well there's a very striking similarity between what Hitler said and what uh, what's going on in Israel right now. Remember Hitler said that the Jews were rats that needed to be exterminated. Well, uh, according to the defense minister, the Palestinians are less than human. As a matter of fact, he flat out and said that they're dogs. It's the same thing. They're doing this exact same thing, and they have the audacity to say, the Holocaust, never again, never again. It's going on right now. And to put things into perspective, I mean, my gosh, it's, it's insane how many people are being d displaced. I mean, uh, the population of Palestine was 2.1 million, I think it was, and 1.9 million of them have been forced to the far, far southern uh, border of Gaza and they've been told that that's a safe area to go. Get to southern Gaza and you'll be safe. So where do they go? They go to southern Gaza and they get bombed. This is insanity. The whole world sees what's going on. 
And Netanyahu says, well, this thing is going to go on for months and months and months. Of course, shik-shing, it's going to go on, shik-shing, shik-shing, it's going to go on, shik-shing, for months, shik-shing. They have to protect the military-industrial complex and the profit margins at all costs. And I'm trying to figure out what the benefit is. Why is the, why is the United States even a member of the, uh, the, AI, the APAC, the, the America-Israel Political Action Committee? What function do they serve aside from money laundering? What function do they serve aside from undue influence on our elected officials? Because they do hold the purse strings to the uh, election campaigns, uh, fund campaign, fundraisers. It's just, it's just insane. Anyway, okay, let's just change gears a little bit. Yesterday, of course, was Martin Luther King Day. And, of course, you know, the, uh, the progressives and the liberals all, you know, praise Martin Luther King. And he deserves the praise. I mean, he did an awful lot to, you know, bring about equality and help to stop, you know, a lot of the bad stuff uh, as far as racism was concerned. One of the things that Martin Luther King said, if you recall that we should judge people by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. Now, how does that work with this DEI BS that they're throwing out? The, the uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. Oh, they sound so good, so loving. And because of this mentality, this DEI, now we've got airline pilots that can't be hired if they're white. Oh, you got that? You got, they got to hire minorities. So you got to be, uh, or you have to be Oriental, or you have to be Hispanic, or you have to be black. Anything but white. Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to go on a plane, I don't give a rat's patoot of what color their skin is or what their religion is. If I'm getting on a plane, I want to know that the pilot is competent. And he wasn't hired simply because he was black or oriental or whatever. And this is what they're doing. I mean, doing the exact opposite of what Martin Luther King said. And yet they, 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 they sing the praises of Martin Luther King, and da, 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 but they do the exact opposite. Same thing with JFK. John F. Kennedy says, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And yet the liberal mentality is to have your hand out. It's, it's, it's insane. And it's, it's just, it's breaking the bank of this country. I mean, the country's bankrupt anyway, but I'm just saying is that this is, this is absolute hypocrisy to the max in spades. You know, if JFK were alive today, the liberals would label him as MAGA. I mean, JFK wanted to expose the secret societies. Well, that's what the conservatives want to do. They want to expose the deep state. Also, uh, JFK wanted to do away with the Federal Reserve. Well, that's what the conservatives want to do. Ron Paul's been screaming about auditing the, the uh, Federal Reserve for, for as long as I can remember. You know, so I'm just, I'm just looking at this whole thing. I mean... Now, with DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, well, when you're considering appointing a, a judge to the bench, well, now the liberals say, oh, well, that, that, that appointee has to be black and has to be a woman. Again, I don't care what the color of their skin or their gender or their religion is. If they're competent and if they're going to do the job that is, that is assigned to them, which is to support and defend the Constitution, well, then I, I have no problem appointing you know, somebody who's going to do that. But you don't hire somebody simply because they are black or they are female or they are Hispanic or they are Oriental or they are this or that. That's not the qualification. <sighs> oh, yo, 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 yo. Anyway, well, you know, there are a lot of people who are indeed waking up, and it's scaring the bejesus out of uh, a lot of the liberals. And they're, they're pulling out everything that they can, you know, every piece of propaganda and BS that they can to turn people against, you know, uh, against Trump and against the rule of law, because that's the way Trump is, is playing this. You know, he's working through, you know, the uh, Uniform Code of Military Justice, the UCMJ, and the military's right there. He's doing everything by the book. And, of course, they're 
trying to take him off the ballot in several different states because of the uh, accusation of an insurrection. That's accusation. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, prosecuted or found guilty of an insurrection. They can simply accuse him of that. And for that reason, they're taking him off the ballot in several, or they're trying to anyway. They, they, don't give a, a, they don't care about the law. Just they're just going to do whatever it is that uh, they want to do because they, they know what's coming. They know what's coming. Because treason has been going on for, oh gosh, ever since I've been alive. But it's come to a fever pitch in the past uh, decade. Uh, it's, it's, it's unavoidable. It's irrefutable. It's undeniable. Treason is everywhere. And the military knows that. That's why when Trump was was inaugurated and sworn in, he had a JAG officer on one side and he had the military, uh, the uh, uh, intelligence on the other side. Anyway, we got a break coming up and uh, got a couple of other issues I'd like to share with you. And then at the bottom of the hour, we'll open up the phone lines. This is Dave Von Kleist, and this is the WTF Report. Yes. Oh, I'm still on. I thought there was a break here. Oh dear. Okay, I looked at the wrong. I looked at the wrong clock. Pardon me. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what. Um, yeah, they are shaking in their boots. I have a clip here. Um, this is Yuval Harari. He is Klaus Schwab's little minion. You know, the little guy that is next to the big guy <laughs> and the little minion. Anyway, here is the little minion. I'm going to call him that from now on. Yoel Harari, the little minion. Anyway, they're shaking in their boots right now. Here you go. I, I think it's very likely. Mm. And if it happens, it is likely to be the kind of like the, the death blow to what remains of the global order. And he says it, and he says it openly. Now, again, it should be clear that many of these politicians, they present a false dichotomy, a false binary vision of the world, as if you have to choose between patriotism and globalism, between being loyal to your nation and being loyal to some kind of, I don't know, global government. I, I think it's... Yeah. That's right. We people have to choose between their country and, as he just said, some kind of global government. Some kind of global government that you didn't vote for. Now, I got to tell you, folks, there are um, there are so many people in the uh, all over the all over the world now that are recognizing what's going on here. And uh, it's, of course, Geneva, Switzerland is where the World Economic Forum is and Gavi and all these organizations because Swiss have this neutrality issue. So if you if you're running something in uh, Geneva, you can't be uh you you can't be arrested or anything like that. Well, they want to do away with that because they have now recognized that this entire pandemic is exactly that and and the vaccine is not a vaccine. It never was. It's a bioweapon, and that's what they're calling it now. Not me, okay? That's what they are calling it. And to put things into perspective, just so, so we, we can get an idea of how nasty this is, the Vietnam War cost us about 52,000, 53,000 troops. That's a lot of death. That's a lot of people going down. Well, guess how many people have been killed as a result of this vaccine. Well, the numbers are in around the world. 17 million people have died as a direct result of being jabbed. Now, either they die right away or they end up with complications or they have heart attacks or they have this or that. That doesn't make any difference. And the, uh, the grandson, was it the son? No, no, the son of the co-founder of the World Economic Forum, and I, I was looking for that clip. I've got it here someplace. But uh, he is calling for them all to be arrested. All right, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Broadcasting from the most confused, dumbed-down, manipulated, and brainwashed nation on the face of the planet with news and information they hope and pray you never hear. Welcome back to the WTF Reports on a Tuesday, the 16th of January, 2024. All right, we're going right at it. i uh, got a couple other things that uh, I want to get to, and then at the bottom of the hour, we're going to open up the phone lines and uh, take your calls. I want to get your feedback on some of this stuff. All right, now, um, we were talking a little, just before the break about uh, Zionism and uh, versus Judaism and, uh, and what's going on behind the scenes that, of course, uh, they don't want you to know about. And uh, I have to go back to... Um, Oh, the Hunter Biden laugh top. I like it. I made a funny. <laughs> the Hunter Biden laugh top. Yeah, you got to be. <clears throat> you got to be really uh, <laughs> getting your your ribs tickled when you see how much stuff is on that laptop and how much has been released. Um, now, the thing is, the reason I'm bringing this up, of course, we all know that it's all about money laundering and drug and sex trafficking and all that type of stuff. We also just talked a couple of minutes ago about who Robert Maxwell was. He was an Israeli Mossad agent. And, of course, they like to blackmail people. That's what they do. That's the, why there's, there's this thing called a honeypot. When they get somebody to uh, partake in, shall we say, something that is a less than honorable activity with young children, and they get videotaped, and then they get blackmailed. Well, this laptop... I'm sure you all know that there have been multiple copies that have been spread all over the world. Everybody knows about the Hunter Biden laptop. 
and even our foes and enemies have copies of it. So let's just put the put the so your noodle together for a second and let's factor in the word blackmail. Now, why do you suppose that Hunter Biden or and his daddy and his family why do you suppose that they're so into supporting this war in Ukraine? Shikshing, shikshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know money laundering. Shikshing. Why are they continuing to do this? Why are they continuing to to support this this absolute waste of money? And you, because, well, because they're being, in my opinion, they're being blackmailed. They're up to their eyeballs in this stuff. So they have to keep going down this road. And in doing so, they are committing treason. Now, don't think that they don't know this. Of course they know this. This is why they're in such deep doo-doo. What do you think? And this is why they're doing exactly why they're doing. So the question is, are they being blackmailed for their support towards Israel? Again, I bring you back to the Maxwell family there. Israeli Mossad agent. Honeypots. Hmm. So is this the United States of America or is this the United States of Israel? And if Israel is a Zionist nation and they're involved in the extermination of the Palestinians and the United States is right behind them, funding it, giving support, military, the whole nine yards, that makes us accessories to the crime. Now, I don't want this in my name. No, uh, no way. No way. I don't support that. And I'm still trying to figure out what the benefit of the APAC is for the American people. Because it does make the United States into the United States of Israel. That's what it is. And again, we go full circle. What type of people set up the state of Israel? Well, you got to go to the Rothschilds. Connect the dots, folks. This is why we've got, you know, the, this border crisis right now. They need to destroy the United States and silence all of our voices. So this is why the, the, there's military-age uh, immigrants flooding across the southern border by the tens of thousands. I mean, how many is it now? They're, they're estimating between 7 and 8 million immigrants have passed into this country. And there's a, a video, I'm not going to play the clip, but there's a guy in Chicago that had some, uh, one of these immigrants who came to him looking for a job. Now, this immigrant has only been in the States for four months, but in that short period of time, he has obtained a Social Security card, a driver's license, and a work ID. In four months. This, again, is treason. It's in the Constitution that it's your government's job, the president's job, to secure the border. And, uh, and he's done exactly the opposite. And unfortunately, the overwhelming number of Americans are like deer in the headlights. They see the danger, but they're just not getting out of the way because they don't understand. You know, we can talk about this stuff to a lot of people. You might as well speak a foreign language because they just don't understand. They don't get it. You know, and and when they when they don't understand, the defense mechanisms go up, and the first thing they do is say, "Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, or you hate your country, or you know, you're mega." You know, I mean, this is unfortunate, but that's where we're at in this country right now. It's a mess. It is really a mess. Anyway, we've got a break coming up. Uh, yeah, this time I, I see it coming. <laughs> anyway, if you want to join the conversation, I welcome you to do so. The number here is 512-248-8252. Again, give me a ring. 512-248-8252. Be back in, uh, oh, I would say just about three minutes, and we'll take your calls. And also, a couple of other clips if I can find them. I got, gosh, I got like maybe 20 or 25 tabs open on my computer here. Every rule you break Every job you take And every dime you make Will be watching you You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout 
because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a segment of the population out there that have figured out our monitoring capabilities and they're not happy about it, sir. Well, it's too late for them to do anything about it. <laughs> take them a message, would you? Yes, sir. What is it? Every step you take, every rule you break, every job you take, and every dime you make will be watching you. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the WTF Reports. I'm Dave Von Kleist, and it is 33 and a half minutes past the hour, whatever hour you're sitting in. And if you want to join the conversation, I welcome you to do so. Belly up to the telephone bar, 512-248-8252. All right, I have a a clip here I'd like to play for you. This is a a guy that's in Palestine. He's a... a, I don't know if he's in Palestine or not, but, uh, but anyway... Here, here he is. Give a listen to this. From the South African Jews who free Palestine. And we are active because South Africa. we are trying to demonstrate our Jewishness. Because there's a difference between anti-Semitism and criticism of Israel. It is not anti-Semitic to criticize Israel and Zionism. We are opposed to Zionism because Zionism is racist. Zionism is apartheid. And as Jews, we believe it is our duty to resist racism, to resist apartheid, to resist Zionism. Thank you. Well, Hi, Mervyn. There you go. I mean, this is he's one of, of millions of Jewish folks who are condemning Israel for what they're doing. And, well, they should, because they're going to be suffering the consequences. They really are. And I'm sorry to see that, you know, because I have friends who are Jewish. 
I mean, I, Cheryl, are you out there listening? I'd love you to call in if you're out there listening right now. I've known Cheryl for, oh gosh, 20, 25 years. She used to be a listener to the Power Hour and call in on a regular basis, and she's Jewish. And she knows. I mean, we, we, we chat, you know, fairly frequently. And, uh, and she knows that I'm, I'm not a, a rabid, uh, you know, anti-Semite. Unfortunately, there are some folks that when you criticize Israel, they automatically assume that you are an anti-Semite. And that's, it's just, it's, this is what the, re- the result of all the brainwashing is. And this has been going on for, for my entire life, and chances are your entire life as well. But it, and that's why it's going to take constant reminding and repeating to undo the brainwashing, because that's exactly what it is. Anyway, <clears throat> I, I, I want to share with you uh, a little story. Um, and I, Well, I, I think I shared this on the first show, and I'll mention it again. Going back about 25, you know, 28, you know, something like that, back in 95, 96. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, back in 96, when I was married to Joyce, um, we were making the rounds and, you know, stumping for all the, the Gulf War veterans. And we were going into the law libraries down in Houston and uh, pulling up on microfiche every single page of congressional records and Senate reports after action reports from the first Gulf War. And uh, we pulled up every single page, printed them out, and then we went and had them duplicated. And when we traveled around the country, we were selling documents to, to basically fund our operation. We were, tra- we were driving coast to coast to coast to coast, north, south, east, west, and uh, just going all over the country, meeting with veterans at uh, churches and synagogues, community centers, didn't make any difference, you know, because the illnesses that the, our Gulf War veterans were facing didn't care about what your religion was or what your skin color was. And that's, and neither did we. But anyway, the point is, is that um, she was asked to testify before the Presidential Commission on Gulf War Syndrome. So uh, we drove to uh, San Antonio. And uh, I believe this was in, uh, I think it was in February of 96. Yeah, February. And uh, so we went to uh, to uh, San Antonio, and they were giving her 10 minutes to present. So she got up to the podium and said, thank you very much for the opportunity to uh, to share my information. And so she looked over at the congressman there. She says, Congressman so-and-so, here's congressional record, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you sat in on this panel. So you know what's in this document as far as chemicals, biologicals, exposures, etc., etc. So I'm not going to waste your time or mine going over information that you obviously already have. And then she turned to the, the senator that was on the panel. She said, Senator so-and-so, here's Senate Report 10397, and you sat in on this panel. You know all about the, the, uh, the shipments from the American-type culture collection to, to Iraq. Uh, and you know about all the, the all of the exposures that our troops have had to suffer from. So I don't want to waste your time or mine going over information that you and this panel obviously already have. And then she turned to the uh, colonel or whatever military guy was on the panel, and she said, uh, here are the after-action reports from CENTCOM. These are the same reports that were given to Norman Schwarzkopf and Colin Powell. And here they are, they're talking about chemical exposures. So I don't want to waste your time or mine going over information you already have. So I'm going to turn the rest of my time over to my husband, Dave, and he's going to play a song for you. Now, I had written a song called Where Are the Voices of Care? You can go to YouTube and you can search my name, look it up, give a listen to the song. Because I gave names, times, places, and I wanted the lyric in the record. So I played the song and there were guys walking around talking into their sleeves didn't know what to do here's a, some guy playing guitar to the to the panel the you know the uh gulf war syndrome panel so uh anyway so i did that because i wanted the lyric in the record well a week or so later they came out with the transcript and they had deleted the lyric from the record and i was kind of po'd about it but about a week after that joyce got a phone call and some guy in the military called her up and said hey look at you you two are and I quote, strongly invited to attend a meeting. And, uh, and so anyway, uh, strongly invited, that's, I've never heard that before. So we went. And so we went back to San Antonio and we went to whatever it was, a Sheridan or a Holiday Inn or something like that. And we got in there, there's maybe 50 or 60 people in there, some, some in suits, some in uniform. And uh, 
Anyway, so we got in there, and then the doors closed, and uh, the the moderator got up there, and he says, well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you that uh, if you're in this room right now, I want you to know that you have been thoroughly vetted. We know who you are. We know what you're doing. And we are honored to have you all here. And I said, whoa, that's kind of cool. Anyway, he proceeded to give us a little bit of a history lesson. And he talked about what happened in the 1800s and, you know, the uh, international bankers and, the you know, the crown and England and blah, blah, blah. And then he got to talking about what happened in 1871 when the United States incorporated. And that's basically when the Constitution got mothballed and we switched over to UCC, Uniform Commercial Code. Commercial Code. Commercial. 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 It was a business. And so this is this is uh, is how he was explaining how our country has been taken over because the industrialists, the bankers, and the organized crime families had formed a pact to work together to take over this country, and they were going to do it slowly, incrementally, stealthily, relentlessly, ruthlessly, and that's exactly how they handled it. And the final nail in the coffin of the United States, as we know it. When they took out JFK, JFK was trying to fight against these guys. You know, he'd uh, signed an executive order, and they were issuing United States notes. I think it was $450 million in United States notes to put the Federal Reserve out of business. Oh, they didn't like that too much. And he also was talking about the secret societies I mentioned earlier in this program. He was, you know, trying to expose them. And the secret societies didn't like that too much either. So the point is, is that he said, look, we can't let this stand. We need to get our country back. And it's going to take some time because, hey, for them to pull this off and take over our country, they had to wait decades. They had to do things very slowly. And you know what? We have to do the same thing. We have to be just as stealth, just as diabolical, just as ruthless, and just as patient. It's not going to happen in a week or a month or a year or even a decade. It's going to take quite some time, but we're going to get our ducks in a row, and we will prevail over this darkness that has come over our country, this cabal that has taken over our country. But we will get it done because we're the good guys. We are the white hats. The white hats. Now, it didn't mean anything to me at the time. I mean, we all know what a black hat is. That's the the villain always wears black, you know. And then the good guy comes in, and he's wearing a white hat. So, I mean, yeah, that's kind of easy to understand. Okay, but that was back in 96. So, time goes by, and uh, Joyce and I travel around the country, and we, we started doing the Power Hour radio show, and gone there for years and years and years. And, uh, and then, anyway, in what was it, uh, 2016, 2017, Trump gets into office, and then we start hearing about these Q posts, and we start hearing about white rabbits, And we start hearing about white hats. Now, it didn't register in my head at first. But then all of a sudden, one day, I just went, the white hats? Are these the same white hats that we were talking to in 1996? I'll be doggone. So this is why I started paying attention again. And why I've decided to throw my hat back into the ring is because I know, I know That darkness can be destroyed by one strike of a match. One candle can destroy an entire room of darkness. And we have to be all striking those matches and lighting those candles. You either stand in the light or you hide in the darkness. There is no gray area. It's time for Americans to decide what they're going to do. There is no fence to stand on anymore. You're either going to do what's right or you're going to do what's wrong. For me, that's not a difficult decision at all. Like I said on the liner note of my first album, if you become aware of a lie and you do nothing to expose that lie, you become part of that lie. And I got to look myself in the mirror every day and know that I'm doing the right thing. All right, let's uh, let's take a couple of phone calls. One, the phone number here is 512-248-8252. And let's go to North Carolina and say hello to Renee. Hello, my love. How are you, dear? Well, hello. Um, you know, in this whole thing, we need to, I think, examine our own unconscious bias. 
You know, we all want to think that um, we belong to the good team, and therefore, oh, we belong, my team's good, so therefore I'm good, because no, no one wants to see themselves as bad. You know, <clears throat> people have a lot of difficulty seeing their dark side, and they'll do any kind of form of mental gymnastics to avoid the shame and emotional pain of facing that. Now, in the old days, I think during the power hour and all, there was more of an emphasis on the Anglo-American empire and the part they played than there is now on the Jewish. The Jewish being such a small segment of the population could never have pulled any of this off without the Anglos helping them. Who, who have given them the money and resources. Like, if they really wanted to give them a homeland, well, why didn't they give them a piece of Brit- Britain or America or Germany? No, because they have a long, the, the Anglos had a long-range plan of conquering the Middle East. You know, remember, it was I think it was Adams who wrote the Monroe Doctrine, where the U.S. claimed the entire West, hemisphere well they don't to me they're the ones who are really behind most of this globalism you know they act like you know like um these nationalists act like you know they're not part of it but when you really dig down you know who has been the conqueror going around the world throwing governments over and everything else we have to understand that A lot of our own Gentiles have been involved with this. One, where does the price of gold still set? Oh, let's see, that'd be in the city of London. It's not in Jerusalem, okay? Um, And then uh, there's just a lot of other things where we have to understand that parts of our demographic group are in this up to their eyeballs. Remember, uh, Carol Quigley wrote, you know, in Tragedy right. and Hope. So the thing is, I think it's too easy sometimes to focus on the bad Jews if we don't also blame the bad Gentiles. You know, like I say, you know what really drives me crazy? All these people who, yeah, yeah, we fought the revolution. We fought against, well, one, okay, let me get this straight. You came over here instead of staying home and fighting, because you felt like you were being oppressed by your own wasp, okay? So then after that, you know, um, but then now they'll say stuff like, oh, how much we share with them. Wait, And I want to go, wait, excuse me, excuse me, cognitive dissonance. Aren't those the people that you said you had to fight for your freedom and now your best bosom buddies? I see something kind of, I see, I, I, I get a smell of cognitive dissonance there. So the mm. thing is, I just saw, I felt we were more accurately nailing it uh, years ago when we looked at um, the part, yeah, don't get me wrong, the Jews played, the Rothschilds played a part, but I smell a rat with that, um, the crown, the monarchy in um, in England. I smell a real rat there, and um, they they absolutely, with the Balfour Declaration, played a part. And then, like I say, the people we fought, supposedly for our freedom, now we work with in unison. Look how much we work in unison with these people uh, 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 for world domination. So I just wanted to point that out. Absolutely, the Rothschilds are in this, but they're not alone at all. Well, you're bringing up a good point. I mean, uh, this is how they have basically seduced a lot of the Christians to support Zionism. I mean, the Schofield Bible had a lot to do with that, too. Um, But there are a lot of folks out there that... Right. Zionism started in England, and there are more Christian Zionists than Jewish Zionists. That's right. That's, That's exactly right. And they've all been basically convinced that they have to support the state of Israel. Now, I, I have nothing against those who want to, you know, say that we have to protect the Holy Land. I mean, all, the entire Middle East is precious. I mean, I can't, 
I, I, I can't stomach the idea that for the past 20, 25 years since we had the, the first Gulf War, I mean, they just destroyed antiquity over there. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. destroying everything. Oh, I mean, they this blew is... up all kind of stuff in Iraq. And then look, if you've ever seen those videos, oh, I know you probably have because the Power Hour used to cover this, how wonderful what Gaddafi was doing in Libya where he was actually using his resources instead of being a gritty pig. He was really developing his country. It was incredible. Go, anybody yep. who's never seen those videos of what, of what Gaddafi was doing for his people in Libya, it's like, listen, that place, what he was doing was phenomenal. But they couldn't have him doing that. That's why yeah, they I know. Him uh, up. Renee, listen, we're, we're up against a break here. Um, sorry, but mm-hmm. I have to let you go. Thank you for calling in. But okay. you're absolutely right. Uh, Gaddafi had, was getting away from the U.S. dollar as well. He was going to uh, get the dinar, the gold dinar going. Anyway, we'll be back. This is a final break, and uh, yeah, we got room for another call if you want to call, call in. 512-248-8252. Be right back. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. EaseOff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. I got the bumper here. Uh, well, I thought I did anyway. <laughs> Welcome back. I was going to play some music, but no, that one didn't queue up. But I do have something here I'd like you to hear. Um, this is the son of the co-founder of the World Economic Forum. Listen to this. Geneva looks beautiful. It's beautiful. It has a lake. It has a shadow. It's very peaceful. But there is a dark side to it. Everything evil in the world related to demo side, unfortunately, comes from Geneva. You have WHO in Geneva, you have Gavi, then you have the WEF, the World Economic Forum, which my father was a co-founder and left Klaus Schwab out of disgust in the early 80s, that has diplomatic immunity. 
I, as a Swiss citizen, right here now, declare that the WEF is not eligible anymore for diplomatic immunity. I call on the Swiss authorities and security to arrest those people immediately. Why? The WEF, WHO, Gavi, Big Pharma, Big Tech, Bill Gates, all advocated a global humanity injection by a bioweapon injecting nanolipids into 5.7 billion people. And we Swiss are hosting them? That's terrible. We cannot tolerate any entity that promotes poison to be injected into humanity. But you've done it. I'm the victim. I'm dying from it. And my mother too. I have to pause that for a second. He is dying from the vaccine, and his mother also passed away from the vaccine. It's a demo side, and you'll be judged. It will be corrected in the name of humanity. Maybe there is a Geneva Swiss syndrome, but definitely there is a, a UN syndrome. Because people are so afraid of what's going on, because the United Nations is occupied, that people in there don't understand. Those who understand keep quiet or try to speak in different ways to help people to wake up. So if you understand that, you know that this was very easy to carve a world government. If you don't have a force that stops that and says, we the people is more important. And that's what we're doing now. We're trying to build a we the people movement that is very global, something completely different. But what is going on in Geneva is, is the opposite at the moment. There is no right to WHO to give any orders to dictate to the whole world like they have done. And the Global Alliance for Vaccine Immunization, Gavi, got total immunity from the Swiss government. You can find this, admin.lex in the Swiss database. Go and look. This is a coup d'etat, clearly. It's a global crime scene. And we are bringing little pieces of evidence to people with humility, because in science, you always have a doubt. It's It's a healthy doubt. And I think that is a very important attitude. I believe personally, Geneva has a better future. Swiss neutrality has to be restored. We have no future not being neutral. The young people who survive through this will be the guarantors, hopefully, that such institutions can never again take foothold in our blessed country. There you go. So there is a pushback now. There is a major pushback on a global scale against these globalists. And by the way, in your neck of the woods, you might want to find out if your local government... If your local, uh, you know, city council or what, have they signed on to Agenda 21 or it's now Agenda 2030? Because if they have, they are marching goose steps along with the WHO, the WEF, the Gavi Institute, like he was saying, Big Pharma, all of them, to basically destroy humanity. And unfortunately, these people who sign on to Agenda 2030, they don't realize it. It's we got to educate them, folks. we got to, you know, get on top of it and stay involved and stay informed. All right, that's going to do it for today's installment of the WTF Reports. I'm Dave Von Kleist. I'll be back on Thursday, 12 noon Mountain Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, and that's 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Stay, stay tuned, stay real, stay safe, stay warm, and above all, stay free. This is Dave Von Kleist. We'll see you later. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. 
Shidoji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shidoji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.